Welcome to the Positive Vibe Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bonick, and we got a legendary guest for you this week, PV Nation. This dude's vibes are through the roof. He's one of the realest people I've ever met, and he's arguably the swaggiest player in all of Major League Baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Episode 11 with J.P. Crawford. J.P., you want to say what up to PV Nation? Dang, man, what an intro. Make me feel (laughs) special right there, man. What up, PV Nation? How we doing? Hey, hell yeah, bro. All right, man. Take me back to day one, bro. You're from Long Beach, California. You know, how was life growing up in Long Beach? Man, life growing up here was actually good, man. You know, it was really diverse. So really never had to deal with any bullshit any like any time. So it was nice. Um, it was real chill. You know, grew up playing baseball, soccer, basketball, um, really just played all the sports and then started getting the travel ball a little bit. And then just focusly, focusly, just you know, focused on baseball, and now we're here. Hey, for sure, bro. So you come from a super athletic family, man. Was was sports all you've really known from since day one? Honestly, yeah, bro. Ever since day one, I had a bat or a ball in my hand, and <laughs> you know, I was just gonna do something with sports. Hell yeah! When did baseball become the top priority for you? Man, I would say it was rather early. Um, I was going to say probably when I was like 12, 12 or 13, where I knew, you know, I really have a good shot at this. And, um, you know, got to high school and then started getting letters from college, colleges, you know, and that really opened my eyes. It's like, okay, like I can really do something with this and then, you know, maybe work even harder and whatnot. And then probably like junior year, you know, I was thinking, man, screw college, man. You know, I'm going to live out my dream if I get that opportunity. And it made me just hungrier than ever. And then, you know, really worked on everything going into my senior year. And I made a priority, you know, I'm going to get drafted, you know. And then thankfully, by grace of God, you know, got picked up in the first round and was able to live out my dream. Hell yeah, bro. That's amazing, man. Um, So, who would you say, like, whether it's, like, favorite players or anything like that, like, whether it's family, you know, who gave you that inspiration, you know, as a kid and that belief to know that you could chase your dreams and make it reality? Um, I'm going to go with my teammates, man. My teammates and probably my older sister, too, um, because, you know, we always worked out together. We always went to the batting cages together, and it was always competitive, you know, we always could see who could hit the fastest and whatnot. And she'd get mad because I'm younger than her and I was doing better than her. (laughs) But, you know, because of that edge that you want to beat her at everything, and that just created a competitive edge in, you know, everything I do. Um, People say I'm annoying at everything because, you know, if we're doing something, I'm going to win. I don't care if you feel bad. (laughs) You know, that's just how I was raised, how I was was born and shit. So, you know, it was cool. That's awesome, man. Um, so was there ever a thought of going to college or did you ever, was it always like once that door opened to pro ball, you were out? Honestly, bro. Yeah. The school vibe, <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> will know that is not for me. Me and me and school did not work out, but <laughs> you know, thankfully I was good at baseball. So uh, yeah, I think going to live out my dream, you know, why wait, why you get hurt in college and you know, your career is over. You know what I mean? So I was thinking, I'm going to go live on my dream. You can always go back to school after if you want right. to. So I'm going to I'm gonna go chase it now. Hell yeah, bro. So you end up getting drafted 16th overall, first round in the 2013 MLB draft by the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, take me through the emotions of that day. Uh, obviously, you know, just what you remember from that day. 
man, I remember I had on a suit. It was purple. I had a purple bow tie. Um, I was nervous as hell, but, you know, my homie Dama was there. And then once I heard his name get called before me, I'm like, hey, okay, cool. I mean, like, this is really happening. And then five picks later, my name got called. And then I was just like, it was a dream, bro. You know, you just, you black out for a little bit. You don't know if this is real or not. And then, boom, you're getting hit up by everyone back home. You're talking to MLB Network. You're doing all this crazy stuff. And in a span of 10 minutes, your life has changed completely. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't even imagine, bro. That's crazy. Uh, especially at such a young age, you know what I mean? Out of high school. Like, that's that's crazy, bro. Right. Like, you're not used to any of this stuff, especially, like, growing up not having any fancy stuff or, you know, just anything and then now you're a first round draft pick bro like it was crazy crazy that's amazing bro i love that shit um all right man so throughout the minor leagues you know you're rated number one uh prospect in the phillies organization um obviously that comes with a lot of pressure and expectations as well um but you know what are some of the things the lessons that you learned in that minor league stretch that kind of prepared you for the big league level Man, like you got to take care of your body. There's a lot of damn games. <laughs> you know, as I started to get older, I, I didn't really, or not even older, but just going through the minor leagues, I always just got up and played. I never took care of my body. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, your body gets older and injuries happen. And I was like, okay, I got to change something up here. You know, I can't keep being hurt like this. It was just stupid injuries too. Mm-hmm. And then... So I think that was the biggest thing for me. And just how to stay, stay, stay the course, you know, not trying to get too upset with yourself or whatnot. Just, you have so many games, like, why are you putting all this pressure on every at-bat, every inning type stuff? Right. For sure, bro. Um, so let's fast forward a little bit. September of 2017, you get called up to the big leagues. Um, how was, you know, tell me about the emotions that came with, you know, getting that phone call. Ooh, hold up. I got to backtrack real quick. The triple okay. Hell yeah. A little, little story for you guys. This is where I met the PV Nation god, Matt Bonick. I met him at <laughs> Lehigh Valley. Yo. And so I guess something good good came out of there. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But really. <laughs> but so then, yeah, I uh, get called up September. And I'm heading to New York, me and my wife. And I can't believe it, you know, you go into the clubhouse, you see everyone, you see all the big leaguers, way different clubhouse than in AAA, like, (laughs) okay, this is real, you made it. And everything was just so fast, that that day went by so fast, and remember I was playing third, and then I debuted against Jacob the Grom. (laughs) But then uh, the catcher who was catching that day was Travis Darno. He went to my high school. Hey, he's a he's a real one, bro. I, I fuck with Darno, bro. Yeah, he's a homie. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, for sure, I'm about to get a first pitch fastball. Like he ain't gonna do that to me. Bam, first pitch slider, painted. <laughs> I'm like, damn, welcome to the big leagues, huh? That's some <laughs> fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember. At first day B, I hit it, and then the first baseman made it air, so I got on base. Like, it was better than nothing. And then my third AB, I faced a guy named Josh Smoker, a lefty out of their bullpen. 
broke broken that base hit and then I just remember it was so quiet in there my whole family everyone all the homies were screaming so loud and shit and then yeah I got the first and Donald was playing first that day and I was like damn hey we made it fam this is cool you know like this is it this is what we've been dreaming of ever since we were 11 12 years old you know Damn, bro, that's that's goosebump shit right there. Bro. <laughs> at first, bro, that's full circle right there. You said it. It was yeah, like you said, full circle moment right there for sure. Bro, it's crazy sometimes when you step back and you look at shit like God works in wild ways, bro. It's like both of you for for you to make your debut and it be against the Mets. Like how easily would it could it have been that you'd play against any other team? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what if he got the day off or this and that? Like that's a moment right there, bro. You'll never forget yeah. that shit. Right. No, for real. <laughs> You'll never forget it. So we fast forward a little bit. 2018, you know, you're the opening day shortstop for the Phillies. You know, um, now you're in a position, you know, where you're the guy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, no more third base over to short. And, and what was what was that kind of transition like as far as, you know, going from uh, essentially the minor leagues the year before uh, to, you know, being the guy? You know, I was I was happy. Um, I found out in the off season. I was working out one day. I was like, okay, hell yeah. And then you know, started off all right, but then injuries that year. I remember I just had so many unlucky injuries, mm-hmm. and then didn't start off hot. You know, it was April in Philly, in New York. That shit's cold, <laughs> fam. Yeah. It's hard to hit in that <laughs> in that. Yeah. And I remember I broke my hand too and like had arm injuries and whatnot and only had a hundred and something ABs and then boom, like there you go, your spot's over, your spot's taken and then Sayonar, you know what I mean? Damn bro, yeah, it's that's crazy, bro. It's it's wild when like a lot of people are like fans, you know what I mean, but they don't understand the side the business side of it or this and that. You know what I mean? There's just so much shit that goes into it or uh, you know, obviously that's uh you know, that's crazy, bro. But what would you say was your biggest takeaway from that first year in the league? Like for first full year? Um, my biggest takeaway, bro, probably like you're in the big leagues now, like everyone's just as good as you. How are you gonna separate yourself? Like you got to do something different and you got to take care of your body even more because now you're playing 162 games. Like, right. I, I'm going to keep it a bug. I was in like, I was in a world of shock. That is how everything was different because that month, okay, it's just a month. Mm-hmm. You know, that's September. It's a couple weeks, nothing crazy, but a whole 162 are trying to, bro, that shit's different. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, bro. So yeah, I got I had to get a routine down. I had to do something different, and then you know I got traded over. And that late that off season, after that off season, I remember I was in Mexico at the time visiting my wife's family, and I was like, okay, I I was honestly happy, bro. I I needed a fresh start. I needed like just you know new beginning. Hell yeah. And someone that was going to give me a chance and not judge me over just 123 ABs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And got over here. We made it a point or the manager challenged me. And so I was like, okay, like, I got you. The show, mm. put in the work, took care of my body. And then next thing you know, I'm only on the DL like twice over three years. 
and it really just got me a chance to stay on the field and like show you guys what I got. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, bro. I feel that so much. Like to me, bro, it felt like, uh, when you, you know, when that trade happened, bro, not only fresh start, but bro, just felt like I, I know, you know, obviously Washington's not home, you know what I mean? But to be back on the West, the West coast, you know what I'm saying? It just felt like it was the right, like, it just felt like it was destiny type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was a game changer because now we have their Arizona spring training. Like my whole crew could go out there. All my dogs could go out there. It's just a sick five, five and a half hour drive. Mm-hmm. And then we go home to Anaheim. We go home to LA. Like shit's popping now. You know what I'm saying? I get to see the fam. I get to turn up in front, like in front of the fam. Yeah, All right. right. Bet that. Like, come on. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. That's amazing. Um, all right, bro. So what would you say? You know, obviously I don't, you know, on this, this show, we don't really dive into obviously batting average and bullshit, like bat speed and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. hearing the story, bro. I love the story and the emotions and the journey, bro. Um, but what would you say was the biggest, what do you say is the biggest difference between the city of Philadelphia and Seattle? <laughs> They're so opposite, bro. It's not even a fair question, bro. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you a story. If Philly, if you were, I rolled over a lot there. Like, I, my swing was terrible there. Never figured it out. Mm-hmm. So, you're running back to the dugout after you get out. They're just talking shit the whole time. And it's like, you're just playing on the road 162 games out of the year. Right. Damn. You go to Seattle, you get out. Oh, it's okay, JP. Get him next time. <laughs> oh, good swing, good swing. Oh, good hustle, good hustle. I'm like, oh, hey, these people yeah. are nice. Like, hey, thanks, guys. You know what? I am going to get them next time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, now is the difference. Like, like, okay, cool. Everything is just chilled out there. You know, West Coast and East Coast are like Christian Bloods, bro. Like, right. so different. Um, we're, The West Coast are just so much laid back, like me. Like, slowed down and... East Coast is just like you, you, you know, right? Yeah, you, from that, just differ from that, <laughs> bro. I remember the first time when AJ and I pulled up on you in Lehigh Valley, bro. Just take a step back. I remember, um, I do this is crazy, like you, you don't forget, shit, bro. I was at my boy Bender's house and you DM me asking about socks. And bro, I remember the socks we had, like they just didn't fit good. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, this was my first opportunity to link with you. And I'm like, I, I kept it a hundred. I was like, bro, you know what I mean? Like the socks don't fit the greatest, but I got other shit too. You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. And bro, we pulled up the back of Coca-Cola park. You came yep. out and bro, AJ still, we still have those pictures, bro, from day one. And, um, bro, I remember like when we left, we were just like, dude, that's, that's the chillest dude we've ever met. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're like, we talk about laid back, you know what I mean? It's so real, but it's like, you live that, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. like, you are, you are a walking fucking vibe, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just try to be like, that's just who I am. Like just go with the flow type of dude. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, bro, so let's fast forward a little bit to 2020. Um, you know, this was a monumental year for you. You know, you end up winning the Gold Glove Award, you know, as the best defensive shortstop in the American League. Um, that's, you know, no words for that one, bro. That's that's unbelievable. You know, how how did it feel when you got that phone call and you found out you won the Gold Glove? I was stoked. I remember we are at our house in Arizona at the time, and – it was just me and my wife, but got the call and I just went nuts, bro. I started just 
I cracked open a nice bottle of whiskey too after I had to celebrate. <laughs> but you know, it's just something you work so hard for and something as a little kid you're like, damn, I'm gonna give me a gold glove. Like I got to. Right. And then but that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for our infield coach, Phil Bone. Coach shout Bone. Out. Yeah, shout out. Um best infield coach ever, like ever, ever. So yeah, I had to shout him out. Yeah. Hey, hell yeah, bro. So obviously, you know, you get off to a, a great start with the Mariners, you know, you get a huge extension, you know, how did that feel? Uh, them making that investment in you, you know, how did that make you feel? Blessed bro. And just that side of trust. It's like, okay, now I could really just chill. I could take a step back. I could breathe, bro. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to be here. Like, you got it. Just take mm-hmm. a step back. Don't try to do too much. Like, just control what you can control now. Like, right. And uh-huh. then, but yeah, that day was a blessing for sure, dog. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, bro. That shit changed your life forever. Change your mm-hmm. family's life forever. Change your, you know, future kids' life forever. You know what I mean? That's, uh, no. God is great, bro. That's amazing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bro, so. 2022 you guys make the playoffs ending a 21 year drought um that that shit that run at the end bro that was crazy bro that was amazing um yeah take me through you know take me through kind of what you you know what you remember of those big moments that led to that you know playoff run oh you want to know what i honestly think was started that run yeah let's hear it that brawl in Anaheim. <laughs> when you were throwing damn haymakers, bro. Bro, I swear that's what, like, started the fuel to the fire. It sounds crazy, but I remember after that game, my, my family was still there. And my dad was like, ooh, y'all about to go on a run. Swear, just like that. I'm like, shit, I hope so. And then, boom, like, we went on a 17 or 18 game winning streak or some shit like that. Like... That's crazy, bro. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I felt like that really just got us closer. I don't know why. Or, like, it just sparked something under everyone's ass. And, shit, we were looking for blood ever since. Hell yeah, bro. That, uh, that I remember that shit, bro. Winker, like, something popped off with him. And the next thing you know, bro, you're out of nowhere freaking throwing bombs. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to, but he was getting swung on, bro. I was like, damn, I can't let the homie get hit on. Like, That's nah, facts, bro. You're a real do. one. Right, like my real one for that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. So, 2023, another great year. Um, you lead the AL in walks. Um, obviously, the the year is just filled with big moments. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, you know, is when you made that return to Philadelphia, bro. You hit a ball that just came down last Tuesday, bro. Uh, that shit was nuts, bro. I remember we're in Tampa, bro. AJ and I are watching. We have the game on. This is this is like, bro, you don't remember, you don't forget certain moments of your life that were like big moments where you were like genuinely jacked up, you know? Like I right. remember, bro, we were eating dinner at the dinner table, bro, and the TV was like, it's like an angle. And like you were up to bat. So we stop what we're doing, you know, we watch. And bro, when you hit that ball, bro, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it, bro. It was like. It was like a, a the icing on the cake full circle. circle. Yeah. Moment right yeah. there. I was looking for blood that whole series, fam. Ooh. Bro, you don't want to say you don't want to say like a, a 
a fuck you moment, but it was a moment. Nah, where it, was it was like, definitely that. It was yeah. definitely that, bro. That was straight me, up, bro. That straight was, uh, that was like, amazing, this is what bro. you guys are missing. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't know. I had to get my point across that series. Bro, Fabulous says in a in a in a bar one time, bro. He says, "You gave up on me, I came up on you. Took my talent somewhere else, LeBron James up on you." <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I thought about in that moment, bro. That's amazing, bro. Um, big things on the horizon for 2024. You know, obviously the team goal to win that ring. Um, you know, what are some? You know, as far as just personal goals for you, obviously not. You know hits bad that kind of thing but as far as you maybe just as a teammate or you know in the clubhouse you know what are some goals for you in 2024 um some goals bro i just want to win a world series straight up i just want to win um you know we we have such a new team now and i'm I'm excited to get going and we have a good group of guys i want to see how we you know how we bond we need to you know get close and I think we're really going to be good this year, though, bro. Um, a lot of people are doubting us because of Texas and Houston and whatnot. But, you know, I think we're going to be right there in the mix. Our pitching's nasty, bro. And yeah. I think, yeah, we're going to we're gonna be right there with everyone. But my, my main goal is just, you know, stay healthy, keep dropping bombs, and just <laughs> win a World Series, dog. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's good-ass goals right there. Bro, so – Obviously, we could talk about on-the-field stuff all day, you know what I mean? But talking about the big things you're doing off the field with BBG, you know, baseball generations, you know, tell tell the audience a little bit about, you know, the impact that you're making and what you're passionate about off the field. Yeah, man. Uh, so me, Dominic Smith, and a couple other guys, their names are Tim and Ron. We started this BBG Foundation. It's over here in Los Angeles. And it's just a <clears throat> organization to get, you know, black kids mexican kids a chance to play mm-hmm. and we do this little showcase every every year we've been doing it for five six years now and then started off small start off at like a little high school over here not that many people and this over the course of time you know now we're at usc now we're at freaking double a stadiums and whatnot and last couple of years we've had multiple d1 guys and we had a a couple first rounders even too damn and just you never know if the scouts that were at that tournament or at the showcase was that the reason why you know what i'm saying like right right you never know what could change in the in those two days that we do this like you got to get their eyes out there you got to get scouts to see them and us doing that little you know that little gesture for them it could change their life yeah, absolutely, bro. That's the coolest thing is like NSC just had the growth over the years, bro. You know what I'm saying? From when you guys started mm-hmm. that and then all of a sudden fast forward to now, it's like these they're like literally like huge events. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, anyone, like you know, that can go. What's the IG like, you know, off the top, the handle? The uh, baseball generations. BB, there you yeah, go. I think it's just baseball generations. So, PV Nation, go check it out. It's they're up to amazing things and um it's just a cool like to see the schools and to see the the teams and stuff like that, that are, that these kids are getting opportunities to, you know, commit to and play for and things like that, bro. It's like, I'm proud of you, bro. You're doing big things, man. That's big shit. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now we got Jazz Chisholm, Nick Gordon, you know, CJ Abrams was out there this year. Marcus Stroman was out there the year before. 
And like, we just have a bunch of big names going out there. And, you know, we keep that up. We get more people out there, the bigger it grows. You know, I want to do this at like a major league stadium and like coming up. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to get it popping, popping. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, bro. Well, let's, uh, you know, I want to fast forward a little bit, or I guess backtrack, not fast forward, but 2021, bro. Um, you know, we're kind of getting to the end of the interview, but one part I definitely want to highlight is, you know, our relationship. And, um, you know, we always kept in touch after that Lehigh Valley time. Um, I remember, I think it came to the next point when we saw each other, bro, it was probably in Clearwater at your crib. Um, yeah. And then, bro, just fast forward, and then we're out in Arizona. And obviously, we're going to link up out in AZ. And, um, you know, our listeners are very familiar with my story and, and whatnot. But I was in that manic episode when I genuinely thought, you know, I was going to win the lottery. And I thought everything was lining up and all this stuff. And it was so clear in my head. It wasn't it wasn't. Um, and I just remember telling you and Kathy, uh, you know, JP's wife, I just remember telling you guys like, bro, I remember that shit. It's not like I don't remember. You know what I mean? I remember how right. like passionate I was and this and that. But I couldn't imagine how you guys were feeling it was probably such a hopeless feeling of like that you couldn't help you know what i mean and it, it had to be tough but um i'll never forget how you guys were there for us and what meant the most to me out of that whole thing bro was not only how you guys were there for me and never judge me but how you treated my brother like i remember i would be like out on the phone like doing my own thing and like i remember i came back and you guys were playing ping pong and shit just vibing out Hell the whole yeah. time you know what i mean um, um yeah you mean so much to that kid bro for real like yeah he's he fucks with you for life life you know what i'm saying yeah. um but i appreciate that though and i just appreciate you being there for me at you know the hardest time of my life so boys do dog Facts. for real nah always will be there bro for real always bro well man i'm forever grateful for our relationship bro um, that's a fact, you know, I appreciate you being on the show, but I want to wrap this up with, you know, I always ask this last same question on every episode. So let me see what JP's got one piece of advice for PV nation, anything, what you got? One piece of advice. Hold on. Let me, let me think about something deep. <laughs> live the life you love, love the life you live. Hey. <laughs> damn bro that's real yeah yeah that's real well hey jp i appreciate you coming on man and i uh, wish you nothing but love and nothing but success this year and every year bro stay up all right appreciate that dog you know we'll be in touch thanks for yeah, having yeah. me on the show man hell yeah bro pv nation i hope you have a great week let's get it Yay!